0: Do you want to sell more online? Have a tribe of raving fan customers and clients buying everything you put out? Not sure exactly how to position your product? Seeking better ways to connect with your audience? It's time to get your words right.
1: Welcome to Sun Chasing Success, a podcast for online entrepreneurs, authors, and influencers worldwide. We are here to enhance your quality of life, while helping you build location-independent businesses. We connect listeners with guests, insights, and discussions from the sunny coasts of the USA to the crystal blue waters of the Caribbean islands. Fascinating dialogue from the enchanting beaches of Brazil to the majestic shores of Africa. Each week, we deliver specialized knowledge, wisdom, strategies, and tips to enhance your success, freedom, and fun under the sun. Now, here's your host, Welcome back.
0: Welcome back. Welcome back. In this episode, we're going to talk all about copywriting. This is Sun Chasing Success Podcast, where we help entrepreneurs all over the world get more sun in your life by providing wisdom, strategies, and tools to help you establish and grow your location-independent business, create passive income online, and bring you more freedom, success, achievement, fun, and fulfillment under the sun. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Sun Chasing Success. On this episode, we're going to simplify and de. Okay, here's three things that we're going to talk about today. Number one, your objectives as a business. Number two, how to highlight and showcase the features and benefits of the product or service you're selling. And number three, how do you communicate? to your target audience understand your target audience and meet their wants and needs again today is all about copywriting i'm bio all right just like everything else uh copywriting wasn't something that i just woke up and started doing one day it was a gradual process, and I think that for those of you who like writing and like words, this should be helpful for you and maybe be inspiring for you too. Uh, like I said, if you've listened to my other episodes, then you'll understand my backstory a little bit. Now, I tried to be as, as clear as possible and give you a little bit of my story just so you understand that I, again, I just didn't wake up one day and decide to to start working online or writing online or doing things like that. Like I said, I grew up around a lot of books. Words was always my thing. I grew up with hip hop music. I was always poetic and creative, and I was always entrepreneurial as well. So I always had that kind of, I had that gift of selling a little bit and as they say, the gift of gab. So I was always interested in uh, creating things. And I, and I learned uh, probably in my, my early 20s that people did self-publish books. So I did know that that was important. I knew that the web was important back then and people were selling online. Amazon and, and, and companies like that were emerging. But again, it was new for everybody. So nobody knew exactly how to to make the most of it or what to do with this this uh, crazy new world some people did and they became uh the the pioneers and billionaires of our age uh so you know for me it was more of a of a process of awakening you know i started taking my skills of writing and i said okay i'm going to write about this i'm going to write about that i'm going to put it together and i'm going to make a book so <laughs> To make a long story short, after that book was finished, even if you're self-published or published, you have to market that book. Even if you have a deal with a publishing company, they're going to send you out into the world and now send you online and get you marketing that book. So when I did that, it was around 2004, 2005. Now, just before that, uh, I remember 2003 and uh, I was in the D.C. area, and uh, I remember there was this one place where I moved to, and there was a guy in an adjacent apartment, and he was, like, working on this this website, it looked like, and he was just writing and writing and writing, and me being a writer, I was curious. I was like, what are you doing? He said, oh, I'm just writing on my blog. (laughs) But back then, in 2003... 2002 2003 it was kind of strange i was like what do you mean writing on your blog he's like i mean you're writing about yourself like you're putting your life online you know so so those things were really strange and it makes me laugh when i look back about it because just two years after that when i actually did have something to sell and promote and put out it was like oh man i gotta get this online and the first thing i remember was blogging so i started with the blogging and um No, WordPress was always big since the beginning. We had like a a WordPress blog, and you just learned about all the marketing. And then, of course, a few years later, all the social networks and YouTube started popping up. And then everything was web 2.0 since that time. Right? So, but in that process, I also learned a lot more about those web pages that I used to see that would sell products. And those were sales pages. And I started to understand that copywriting was this process of selling online as well. So I started studying copywriting as early as 2007. And I was already decent and basic with sales. I understood that. And I understood writing. So for me, copywriting was a no brainer. All I was doing was bringing my mindset of sales together with my mindset of writing. But copywriting is a unique form of communication. So when it comes to uh, copywriting, the first thing you really have to understand, if you're really trying to sell things online, if you have never sold anything face-to-face with a person, belly-to-belly, and I know that's hard right now if you haven't done that in uh in a pandemic environment or whatever. But if, if you have done that, I want you to try to think back to those experiences, even if it was like as a little kid going somewhere door to door. Because basically online is not that much different than that. There's a, it's a lot of uniqueness to it. It's, it's, it's nuanced. But the idea is that you know you're grabbing somebody's attention and you're presenting them with something and you have a small window of time To make an impression on this person and get them interested, even to listen to what you're talking about and then for them to find value in what you're talking about and see that it meets their needs and wants and for them then to actually pick up their wallet, credit card and actually pay you something for it. It's a process. So I I know there's a lot of technology out there and people talk about a lot of things like you don't have to know how to sell to implement my system or, you know, a lot of times people sell you things on not having to sell. Isn't that funny? They'll sell you things by teaching you that you don't have to sell. And that's just it, it, it cripples you because it's not that uh, there are systems out there that help the sales process. It's just that if you don't understand the psychology of that gut to gut selling. I learned that selling in New York City. I learned that in D.C., selling books in D.C., in New York City. And as far back as being 12 years old in Huntsville, Alabama, raking leaves in the uh, the fall, I wanted a Super Nintendo. That's what I wanted with NBA Jam. And I said, you know what? My mother, she's kind of like going in between jobs. I got to get some money, <laughs> So what I said was, I'm going to I'm gonna get a couple of my friends together. We're going to rake leaves. I don't know where I got the idea, but we're going to knock door to door. And we're going to offer to rake people's yards and bag up their leaves in exchange for a payment. And, you know, we weren't as savvy back then. We Sometimes we didn't even know how much to charge in the beginning. So we would say like $10, $20 or whatever. We didn't even know what the value or how to estimate the value of what we were doing. We're just like, if we do it, will you give us some money? And that, that's the crude start, but that's the beginning. But um, learning how to sell like that, you have, a, you, you have a reference for what we're talking about here. And it will keep you within some guidelines so that you're not like overdoing it or, or underdoing it. So try to, even if you're not selling, um, even if you're not going out belly to belly selling to people, Try to call somebody and just sell something to somebody. Try to uh, do a video chat with somebody and try to sell things to people. If you're in uh, more of a quarantine or just working more from home or working remotely, do that because you need to see that timing and that verbal process between people. Because what you're doing when you're writing copywriting is basically you're putting sales in print. You're making a sales letter or you're making a sales message or you're making emails. You're basically putting this sales process in print. And so that's why I value all my sales experiences and any jobs that I've had. Normally, I tried to get jobs that involved. If I felt like I had to work for an employer, I always got jobs that I felt like would cause me to sell something, selling gym memberships, selling personal training, I've done uh telemarketing jobs before uh and and those type of things shape me and help me bring it back to my skills online so the biggest barriers to your success are really going to be connecting to your audience and understanding what this target audience wants and how to develop this unique um this unique offer and you know, you want to you want to be able to touch them deeply enough that a, as a whole, that it makes a difference. Because if you're just the same as everyone else and you don't have anything unique about what you're talking about, the way you're talking about it, or what you're offering, or the value that you're adding, then why will they listen to you with a million other choices of distractions and options in the world? It just won't happen. So that's that's the market environment. That's the, the market environment is is full of stuff. And, and I would say the best thing to really differentiate yourself right now, there's a book called Blue Ocean Strategy, meaning that in typical markets when everything is competitive and everybody's doing the same thing, let's say, for example, health and fitness, you want to try to create a crisscross of some kind of industries. Like let's say you, you're, you're fitness, but then you wanted to combine some kind of entertainment with it. You're creating a new industry that's like a blue ocean. Nobody's really competing with that. And I'm just using that as an example because that probably even is competitive already at this point. But you can find different ways to do that. And then after you've kind of wrestled with the ideas of how you're going to position things and make it more clear, you've got to think about... putting pressure on yourself to try to be this amazing copywriter that you think you have to write this perfect stuff that's magically going to make people buy. But copywriting really doesn't work like that. Copywriting is more about research than it is being a genius writer. Okay, so when you're a fiction writer, even being a fiction writer is like this as well, but fiction writer, you you have a little more leeway. To be that creative genius and just make up stuff that could be non relatable or relatable, but because it's fiction, people are willing to take, go with you on that imagination fantasy for something strange. But copywriting is more about matching people where they are in the marketplace. So they're sitting there trying to buy these products, trying to buy uh, these services, and they're
1: thinking about. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Want a free guide to secrets of success under the sun? Visit onorunbookscom slash success and subscribe to our email list to have it delivered right to your email inbox. Now back to the show.
0: So, You can go on to uh, uh, freelance sites, you can go to Google forums, you can go to amazon.com and you can literally look and see what people are buying and what people are selling. You can go to craigslist.com, you can see what people are buying and selling and you can see what it is, is that they need or want and you can see how they're relating to their audiences. And if you really wanted to, you could also start offering to write a little bit of copywriting for some people. If you're interested in doing copywriting as a business, you can go to some businesses or some people selling products and you can offer to do some writing for them and slowly build your way up by showing the quality of your writing and starting to generate Some some value there where you're showing them that you can complete tasks, get jobs done, help them sell better, offer them ideas for their business and build your authority as a copywriter. If you really do feel like you're a genius and you have all these strategies and knowledge of psychology and persuasion and how consumers buy and think, then you can now have the marketplace intelligence and you can have some practical experience doing it for someone who's selling something. Preferably somebody who has some traffic that you can measure it and you can see how, how they're doing. Preferably somebody who has some traffic and you can see how they're doing or you can, you can measure the results. That's usually a challenging thing because if you started on your own website and you're just doing copywriting, it's hard because sometimes you don't have the traffic to test if, you're, if your writing is really working as, as well as you want it to with your audience. But a lot of times with copy, it's really just finding out the, the fears, the pains, the worries. There's some great authors like Dan Kennedy who cover this, uh, his book, The Ultimate Sales Letter. And they talk about how you really have to get inside the mind of the prospect or the customer and really help solve their problems. So after going through all of that, the biggest thing you got to think about is how do these come together? And that's where the rubber really meets the road and you can get some things really, really done well. And the first thing is just think of your objectives as a business. What do you want? What do you want out of your business? What kind of business do you want to have? What do you want the outcome to be and why do you want it? What's the call to action? Are you selling something faster than a service that can be turned around faster than anybody else? Are you selling the highest quality supplement? Are you selling the the um, the rarest um, types of art or or uh, or tool that is used for a certain type of activity? Whatever it is, start understanding what you want to make as a business and what you want to stand for and what you're trying to bring to the marketplace, so that you can have a bigger outcome or a bigger picture. Like, we want to be the number one provider of sports equipment in this particular niche. We want to be the top leader in um, this type of uh, niche audience of, uh, of books. Uh, we want to offer the best services in legal or accounting or something like that. It, the, the, the niches are endless, but you just want to have that objective of how you envision and the mission how you envision the, the business and how you want the mission to be for that business, why you want it to be. Then when you're writing, you'll have some character because you're writing to positioning. You're, basically you're just writing and communicating to the audience that you are this business and that you're going to promise them this brand experience and this opportunity to get this value. So, uh, the features and the benefits of your product is the second thing. So what you want to look at is, you know, what is it? What is it that's unique about this uh, this product or service? Is it is it your customer service? Is it the quality? Is it the the saving them of time and money and stress? Is it the research and the massive amount of uh, details you put into it? you know, what does it do? How does this, how can you demonstrate how this product or service works for people or solves their problems? And then what's unique about it? What's the mechanism? What? What is there? Is there some kind of formula? Is there some kind of, uh, or do you need to create a formula or create a detail to make it simpler? Because usually when people are reading copywriting, they need to see that there's something that only this product has. And that's why they need to buy this product. And that's part of positioning your writing to help them do that. And that's that's mixed in with the features and benefits part. And then finally, dig, dig, dig and find out who are these people. (laughs) Facebook audience insights, like I said before, reading Amazon book and product reviews is also very powerful and helpful. And you can just go there and you can see thousands and thousands and thousands of reviews for all kinds of products and services. And those are just two types of sites. There's also forums. There's also comparison sites, review sites. And there's YouTube uh, reaction videos, unboxing videos. You can read YouTube comments for days and days and days and get information on a marketplace so you can know what people like and want and what they need. So that's basically really all you have to do. And then from there, it comes down to mechanics. Now, the mechanics part, I really like a lot because I developed that over time. But you start understanding the structure of different types of copywriting. And I can't go into all of them today, but I will do follow-up shows for those of you who are interested in these things. For example, you're going to have like a, a header on your page if you were doing a sales page you would have like a header you would have a lead and you would have um you know presenting uh you know the the problem and the solution the needs depending on how you structure it you're going to grab their attention then you're going to provide um proof and evidence of your claims as you go down through your selling testimonials and you're going to give people More and more, basically, as you're reading a sales letter or on a sales page that's something you're selling, all you're doing is giving people more and more logical reasons to buy now and more and more emotional reasons to buy now. That goes back to Tony Robbins' uh, uh, Mastery of Influence program where he talks about when you're selling something, you have to think about their emotional reasons to buy now and their logical reasons to buy now. And then you have to think about their dominant reasons to avoid buying now, drab. You have to think about why are these people going to object to buying this right now? And so when you're writing the letter and you've done all this research on the marketplace, you know what your company is all about and where you're trying to go with it and position yourself. And then you know who you are and what you're doing. It gives you everything you need to write what you need to write. And then it's just a matter of piecing these words together and i guess that could take a certain type of mind to do for me it comes very naturally to put those pieces together but that's my love i love writing but if you're more of a graphic person then contact someone who is a writer you know and you can and they, that person can help you get that done if you're a, more of a numbers person contact a copywriter to help you to get that done so once you once you've done that you'll be able to communicate and then you can also set up things to get feedback. And when you, when the number one feedback is, are you making any sales? Is anyone actually buying? But then if you're not making any sales, you also then have to go up to uh, the conversions. How is your page and how's your page receiving traffic and how's that traffic converting? And uh, from there, then you have to really look at your audience and your research And whether you're you're selling something that's positioning you correctly and that's giving you the, uh, maybe there's sometimes, sometimes there just isn't a market for something. Something appears to be valid, but it's just not a viable market. It's just either too saturated or there's not enough buyers that are really focused on it. But nowadays, a lot of niche markets have all of these things. Again, so... When it comes to copywriting, um, make sure that you also listen to some sales programs as well. There's plenty of audio books on YouTube and books online. Just, just Google sales influence and persuasion. And uh, some of the top ones are um, Tony Robbins, Brian Tracy, The Psychology of Selling. And uh, there's uh, also another good one is Chet Holmes which is the ultimate sales machine. And he's really good because he shows people how to uh, educate your audience in your market because one of the things that causes people to buy things is authority. When you know what you're talking about and you've done something, you have a level of expertise and you demonstrate that, people are automatically gonna know, like, and trust you just a little bit more than someone who hasn't demonstrated that by clear, transparent action invisible right so you need to be able to do that as well and i remember from uh from uh some programs you know just the idea is that you have your product you have your service you have your company and you have you and if somebody's not buying something they have some kind of skepticism about one of those something and in, in, something isn't right in their mind about what you're offering so you have to anticipate that and then be able to meet that need and 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 solve that for them, and also make sure you're delivering some quality product or service too. Don't be a snake oil salesman who's just trying to scam people because that doesn't that's that's no good. It's just garbage, and it won't It'll only come back on you again if you're trying to trick people because eventually. Only so many people can be tricked before they come back after you or, you know, it just circles back around. So don't do that. Make sure that you're selling honestly and ethically with everything that you're using and all the techniques. So that's the best way to get started with copywriting. It's not complicated. You just have to take some of these factors into account and you have to make sure that you're honoring the sales process in general. And you have to, you don't have to be a perfect writer to be a great copywriter, but you do have to honor the art of communication, meaning that you know how to change your communication from kind of like writing as in prose, like in a book, to writing something that's going to be read on the web, that's going to be perceived as you talking to somebody. So copywriting is almost always generally a lot more conversational A lot less grammatical. For those of you who aren't the best writers in the world, that might help. (laughs) It's not not all about grammar. It's about, are they reading the page? Are they feeling what you're saying? Are you solving their doubts? Are you helping them want to buy? And if they're doing that, then your copywriting is effective. If they're not doing that, then your copywriting isn't effective, regardless of how pretty it looks and how many grammatical issues it has and things like that. Of course, to the best of your ability, you want to try to eliminate some of the blatant grammar so that, that it doesn't distract someone, but at the same time, it's not about perfection. All right, so I'm going to conclude with that. And just remember, I always want to thank all you listeners all over the world so that you can keep the light shining bright within you. Again, you got to check out olorunbooks.com. I got everything there on the blog. And also, for those of you interested in the transcript show notes, links to resources we've discussed, you can also look at any books, videos, websites, or tools on olderrumbooks.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, keep shining your light, Sun Chasers. Thanks for listening. On the next show, I'm going to be talking about how to learn languages faster. That should be interesting. So you definitely want to check that out. And if you want to stay more up to date with everything that's going on, Uh, Like we've discussed on this show, you can download a copy of Secrets of Success Under the Sun at olorunbooks.com forward slash success, and that'll put you right in the loop of everything I've got going on. So I look forward to sharing more with you next time. Until next time, take it easy and have some fun in the sun.
1: Thanks for joining us this week on Sun Chase and Success. Make sure to visit our blog at www.olorunbooks.com slash blog. Again, that's O-L-O-R-U-N, books.com slash blog. You can also subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, any of your favorite platforms, or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on your preferred platform. Or you can simply tell a friend about the show. That would help us out too. If you like this show, you might want to check out Bio's ebook, Secrets of Success Under the Sun. It's available at olorunbooks.com success. Subscribe to our email list to have it delivered right to your inbox. Until next time, sun chasers, cheers to your success.